Okay, and we are back. <laughs> so we are doing season four, episode four of The Amazing Race. This is Sadie and Jessica. Uh, I don't have an air date. June 19th, 2003. So Steve and Josh are the first to depart the roadblock. We are in Austria. They mm-hmm. did the fast forward the last episode and they leave at 2.57 a.m. The route info says, get to an airport and fly to France. Make your way to the Le Mans racetrack, and then you'll find another clue. So Josh wants to take a train, but Steve wants to take a cab because they have to make their way to the Salzburg airport, and it's like, what is 80 miles or something like that? I think you said like 100, 100 kilometers. Yeah, something. Josh doesn't want to take a cab because he says it'll be too expensive, and he says everybody's going to take the train. So they get to the train station. It's literally like nobody's there. Not a soul is there. <laughs> and Steve is like, this is wrong. This, you've made the wrong choice. And yeah. Josh is like, no, I didn't. You'll see. You'll see. So we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> then Monica and Cherie leave at 3.51. So Steve and Josh had about an hour lead with their fast forward. And Riken and Chip leave at 3.55. And Tian and Jury leave at 3.57. And they're in their cab. All These three teams, they choose to take a cab to. I mean, like, the whole way to the, the airport. airport. So they're in the cab and Tian and Jury are in the back seat. And Tian has a map in her hand and Jury's like, here, let me have it. And she's like, no, it's extra weight. And I'm like, really? Like a piece of a paper? A piece of paper, yeah. I think Jury wanted to keep it for a souvenir or something. Yeah. She's like, I like this one. And Tian's like, no, it's extra weight. I'm like, oh my gosh. I don't like her very much. She's it, mean uh, to Jury. And then we jump back and Steve and Josh are still at the airport. And Steve just keeps saying this is the wrong decision. And Josh is very stubborn. When they say like how they they haven't had a good relationship most of their like his childhood... And stuff, I'm like, well, I can see why. Like, yeah. you're really, like, stubborn. <laughs> There's a few moments throughout this episode that I'm like, man, he is not very nice to his dad. No. And, like, rude about everything. His dad's just like, okay. Yeah. He was like, I think you're wrong, but okay. And so they get on the train and see that none of the other teams got on. And Josh was like, okay, I guess you were right. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So then Chuck and Millie leave at 4.43 a.m., John and Al at 4.47, Jeff and Dave at 4.53. Did I get those right? 4.57. 4.57. I don't know. Whatever. Sadie pauses it way less than I do to take notes. Like, I'm pausing, like, every 10 seconds. Oh, really? It's... Because I know that when we just watch it and it's super fresh in our minds, it's not as big of a deal. But when I know it's going to be like a day or two, I don't want to forget things. So I take super detailed notes and I have to pause it several times. So I was like, we were watching it at Sadie's house and she only paused it a few times. (laughs) And a few times I was like, you have to go back, rewind. But anyway, these three teams um, had done some research at the last pit stop and so i guess the munich airport and the salzburg airport were both pretty equally far apart from where they were at and they decided to go to the munich airport because it's bigger and would probably have more flight options and then kelly and john depart i didn't even get their time five five a.m <laughs> and it seems like the 
it's the same train. Mm-hmm. So they get on the same train at first, and Kelly and John were, like, asking the other teams, like, are you guys going to go to Munich or Salzburg? And Millie was like, I don't know yet. We'll see. Yeah, she's not giving them any information. Yeah. And this just sets Kelly off to not like Millie for mm-hmm. the rest of the episode. Not at all. The first group that went to the Salzburg airport, they find a flight to Paris through Frankfurt. So Tian and Jerry and Cherie and Monica get a ticket and Riken and Chip go up to the counter and the, it says that it's full. Mm-hmm. So they didn't get a ticket. And then Steve and Josh finally get there from the train and like we said, the flight Also find full. out the plane is full. Monica and Shree and Tian and Jerry get on the plane and luckily like Riken and Chip are able to get on because some, I don't know, they had spots. Standby or yeah. something maybe. But Steve and Josh do not get on. Then we have Steve and Dave depart at <laughs> 6.04. So they're literally a whole hour behind that last team. And they take the train to Salzburg. And then here we have, you know, how we said they were all on the same train, like the people going to Munich. But John and Kelly get off and they're like, oh, what? where is everyone? They stayed on. And so they like didn't get that information from them. And yeah. They got off at Salzburg. And then realized that they were going to Munich. Mm-hmm. Steve and Josh get a flight from that Salzburg airport. Finally, at 11.50 flight, 11.55, they say it's like an hour behind that other one that they missed. And Steve and Dave get on that flight with them. And Kelly and John? And Kelly and John, yeah. So they weren't, they weren't, they left an hour behind everyone, but they got caught up, which is good. Okay, so then where were Chip and Riken when this happened? This happened? next part, when they have the business class seats. Oh, the layover from Frankfurt to Paris. Okay. So yeah, Riken and Chip get on their plane and their tickets say business class. And they're like, oh, we can't use these. So like, we're going to get off. We don't want to take our chances and get eliminated. Mm-hmm. So they're like trying to get off the plane and they're asking the flight attendant, can we just like go get our economy tickets and then come back? And she's like, no, this plane's leaving without you. She's like, that's all the way past security. Yeah. She's like, like there's no way. There's no security. That's not happening. And she's so like not even listening to Yeah, you know, She's like, no. And Chip. Oh my gosh. She was like, please, please. Yeah. Please. It was so annoying the way he asked, please, please, please. It's like... I'd be like, um, now even more no. <laughs> that is annoying. Now, not even no, but get out of my face. <laughs> yeah. So I wonder how long that penalty would have been at the pit stop if they had used yeah. that. Because that flight left at 8.45 and they get on a 9.50. So it's like only an hour. Mm-hmm. So I bet the penalty would have been like four hours or more. Probably. So it was better for them to get off and not take the chances. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, so how did they even get business class seats without noticing? I would just wonder what this rule is for. So they bought the business class seats. Like, is it to save money? Because they already bought the tickets. Like, are they going to get the refund or? I know. I don't know. We'll have to ask somebody. (laughs) Yeah. Because they can like change their tickets all the time. They can like buy the tickets for a flight and then if they find something better they can just change their tickets i wonder how much money they spend on just like unused flight tickets yeah i know that'd be interesting i think it feels like in later seasons they don't even have like the airport options anymore it's kind of like you have one of three flights that you can get on Mm -hmm. 
And so they don't have all this, everybody on whatever flight they can get at different times, buying different seats, you know. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it's as interesting. It's not. It's a lot funner to have them Mm -hmm. figure out how to get there and where to go. Yeah. It is kind of confusing. I even wrote that down. All these planes are so confusing because they're all like different layovers, different airports, different flights, but they all make it to Paris. Mm -hmm. So the first team, the first plane that arrives with Monica and Cherie and Tian and Dri, they ask how to get to Le Mans and they tell them like you have to get to this other train station. So Monica and Cherie hurry and -hmm. they get there and they get on an 1105 train and barely make it so they know they're like the first ones Mm -hmm. and like pretty far ahead because the next train isn't going to leave for an hour yeah and that person at the airport that told them to go to the train station said the next one leaves at noon but they rushed and they're like let's just go see yeah when they got an early one yeah should always rush yes kelly and john are kind of like helping uh steve and dave at some point i don't even know what they help them with but she's like I want to make sure that they're with us so we know that we're not the last. Mm-hmm. The BFGs. The big, <laughs> the big fat, fat guys. <laughs> I'm like, that's not very nice. <laughs> oh, well, they joke about it themselves. Yeah. So, And then that second train at noon only has Riken and Chip and Tian and Jury. So even though they had to get off the plane, it, they still made it in pretty good time. Yeah. So then Monica and Cherie arrive at the roadblock and... It's the roadblock first, which yeah. is different from the usual. I was like, oh, we're not even going to have a detour. This episode is a little weird, but there's a roadblock first. Probably just based on where they were because they wanted to do this like, cool thing. The roadblock clue says this person will need to fit into a tight space. So Monica chooses to do it and they have to, she has to change four tires on a race car and then do a lap around the track. She, the, there's like a race car driver that drives them around the track. And she like kind of struggles at first, but then is like able to get in the groove. She said, I was just thinking about losing our lead and it made me be able to go faster. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It seems like the riding in the car around the racetrack. Yeah, that part was. It's easy. Easy. And they get their clue, which says drive yourself to Marseille, which is 556 miles. Enter port number four and find the lighthouse to get your next clue. That's a long ways. That is a long ways. And at this point, the other planes just start landing. And Monica and Shri are already on their way in their car mm-hmm. to Marseille. So did you look up what Le Mans is? Um, it seems like it's a famous racetrack. Yeah, like, it's like a... What is that type of racing called? Like IndyCar or something? I have no idea. I say that like I know anything. Because like when Chip did it, the roadblock... While you're looking that up, Tian and Jury and Chip and Riken get there about the same time and Tian and Chip are doing the roadblock and Chip really like really wants to be Tian mm-hmm. <laughs> and he does and he does the lap around and he's like I can't believe like that's a dream come true to ride in a race race car at Le Mans so it seems like it's something significant yeah is it F1 F1 Formula racing? One yeah like that's the type of like cars that it is and stuff hmm. I think I know absolutely nothing about racing. I saw Danica Patrick in Las Vegas once. <laughs> but she's NASCAR, and so I know it's different. But Yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about racing either. Um, 
Yeah, it's called the Bugatti Circuit in Le Mans. That's where it is specifically. Again, they were saying that, like, to go mm-hmm. to the Bugatti Circuit mm-hmm. in Le Mans. The pop, like, the well-known thing there is the 24 Hours of Le Mans is an endurance-focused sports car race held annually near Le Mans at the Bugatti Circuit. It's one of the races that form the Triple Crown of Motorsport, which is also the Grand Prix in the Indianapolis 500. Hmm. Yeah, it says... You have to do 24 hours of driving. That sounds like the worst thing ever. Who would choose to do that voluntarily? (laughs) The 24 hours of Le Mans is won by the car that covers the greatest distance in 24 hours. Wow. They can reach speeds up to 227 miles per hour. So do they just like drive in circles? Or is it like a, they drive around town or they, because you could probably go, well, obviously they're not just like riding or driving on the roads. I think it's just this track. That's crazy. (laughs) That sounds like the worst thing ever to just drive in circles for 24 hours. Yeah. But I don't know. This is a confusing article and information. It just is a popular Formula One track. It's a well-known place. (laughs) (laughs) I would have shown up and been like, what is this? Cool, that's fun. (laughs) Okay, and then that last plane lands at 2.05. And that one had Kelly and John and Steve and Dave. And I think that was just those two, right? Yeah, that's what I put. And so, like, Kelly and John are kind of, like, looking for directions or something. And John is kind of doing everything on his own. And Kelly is like, I'm part of this team, too. We need to be 50-50. I want to contribute can I do the next roadblock? And he's like, if you think that you can. And she's like, no, can I do the next roadblock? And he says, yes. <laughs> and we'll come back to that. So Chuck is doing the roadblock and he's like getting claustrophobia. And Millie is so annoyed. Every single thing that he does, she's like, he's slow. He just takes his time. He's way slower than me. <laughs> she said she couldn't do it because she was having a hard time breathing. So mm-hmm. she made him do it. And then she just says he's too slow doing it. <laughs> he was pretty slow, though. He says he's, like, methodical and wants to make sure it's right. And then he gets in the car and he, like, let me out. Yeah, he's like, can you unbuckle this? Yeah, let me out. It. Let me out. Let me out. Because he got claustrophobia and he had to, like, sit there for a minute and breathe. And while he's doing that, the clowns, I think it was John. I don't know. They do it pretty quickly. They Yeah, uh, they do the roadblock and are out of there. And... Josh and Steve show up and Josh does the roadblock. So then John and Kelly show up and Kelly's like, okay, I'm doing it. I want to do it. And John's like, okay. And then she opens it up and says, change four tires. And her face is like, ah. <laughs> and she like looks at him and like laughs. Yeah, they laugh. But she did a good job. Mm-hmm. It didn't seem like she had any trouble. And Steve and Dave show up right <laughs> after them and Dave does it, but like he can't even fit into the jumpsuit yeah. that they have to wear. And <laughs> yeah, when they open it, it says, um, "What does it say?" Fit in tight spaces. Yeah, they both just start laughing. Yeah. So Monica and Cherie were the first to leave on their way to Marseille, but they didn't get on an expressway. They just like took country roads to get there. <laughs> so they're like, so Riken and Chip got on the expressway, and pretty much everybody else. And they arrived to Marseille first, but. They get to that port, and it doesn't open until 9 a.m. So they go to, well, they're like, can we can we sleep in our car here? Can we, like, how do we know we're going to be first in line? And the guy that does security, he's like, we well, can't be in a line. And he's like, Riken's like, can we sleep in our car here? And he's like, no. So they drive away, and they just go get a hotel for the night. So it's an eight-hour drive. 
from Le Mans to Marseille. Yeah, it's pretty long. David and Jeff arrive and they decide to sleep in their car. They're like right by the place where they were just, they just told Riken and Chip they can't sleep. So they start trying to sleep in their car and other cars start arriving, like the group. And there's like four cars sitting there and the security guard says, you can't park here. So they all leave that little area and they go and park just like on the side of the road, like the soft mm-hmm. shoulder of the road in a line based on when they arrived. Mm-hmm. And so there's like six cars in a line because Tia and Jury arrived as well and they went and got a hotel too. So just yeah. those two teams got a hotel, all the other ones got in a line in their cars and a lot of drama yeah happens next <laughs> yes because tiana's jury show up in the morning and security was like there's too many cars parked right here we need you to park in this spot over by the gate so they go and park where the person told them to park yeah and the other teams are like I don't think so. You cannot just show up here last and get to be first in line. Mm-hmm. And we slept in our cars, and that's not okay. And Tian and Dre are like, we, he told us to park here. That mm-hmm. We're just here because he told us to park here. And they say, like, to themselves, they're like, we're just doing what he told us to, but if it helps us get ahead, then that's great, which will come into play mm-hmm. later. But and, also, Riken and Chip are mm-hmm. where Tian and Jury are. And they don't, like, really get involved in that fight as much. They're kind of, like, in their car a little bit still. And they're like, well, we don't know. We're, we don't know. They told us to park here. But then they were like, let's just go in the back go of the back line. the line. So Riken and Chip pull around to the back of the line. And Tian refuses to. Jury wants to. Yeah. But Tian refuses to. And she's like, whose team are you on? Yeah. And Chip is mad. He's like, I can't believe people are questioning my integrity. And Yeah, so they're like, they're all just kind of standing outside of their cars talking and stuff like that. And Steve, <laughs> of Steve and Josh, Steve, <laughs> he like walks up to him and he was like, so you guys moved? And Chip's like, yeah. He's like, hey, you know what? And he like reaches out his hand to shake it because he's like, that's great of you guys or something like that. Like he respected that. And he goes to shake Chip's hand and Chip's like, no, you guys were questioning my integrity and he like starts like getting so upset and i'm like oh my gosh like (laughs) i would be upset too but the way he whines is really annoying yeah no but i was gonna say there's been a few situations that you've made it so people would question your integrity so yeah it's not like it's out of the blue yeah (laughs) yeah and he has he just like when he gets upset and like loud he gets like annoying yeah and I don't know. It was just like, I didn't like that at all. So the teams, they open the doors at nine to mm-hmm. go to the port. And the teams follow each other through that port. And um, Tiana and Jury let everybody go first. Yeah. They're like standing outside of their cars, like showing them that they're not driving. Yeah. And then, Jur- er, yeah, Jury also says, I can't believe they questioned our integrity. Yeah. In, like, a little interview. And I'm like, are you serious? Yeah. You guys were saying that if you get to go first, you would. So. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, the guy told them you can't sleep here overnight, but he didn't say you couldn't sleep somewhere else. I don't know. Like, people were very concerned about getting their place in line, and they did something about it. Like, those two teams went to a hotel. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, they did get there first, but that didn't mean they were there first. Yeah. They didn't queue up. Yeah. 
I saw something. It was like, how is it that the word Q has like six letters in it, but <laughs> like it's one letter, like yeah. Q. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but then like when they drive through this gate and they like, go over this bridge, once they're on the other side, everybody's lost. I know. I'm like, how far away are you from each other? Yeah. Like, what happened here? So they're all like trying to find people to get directions and John and Kelly are the ones that get to the clue first. Mm-hmm. And it says to drive 93 miles to the Gorge du Blavé. And they're probably like, are you serious? We just drove 500 miles. Let's see how far that is. I'm I'm going to just like map out the whole route that they did. Okay, while you're doing that, I'm going to tell you about Marseille. They're in Marseille not very long either. You mean but Paris? These, yeah. They're Wait. In, they were in Paris for not very long. Just a few minutes. They, they just like... Went, they landed there. Yeah. And then went to Le Mans. Yeah. And they were there for that one task. Then went to Marseille yeah. to find this lighthouse. And mm-hmm. that's it. And then mm-hmm. they left. But I'll just tell you about Marseille anyways. Okay. So it's in southern France, located on the Gulf of Lyon on the Mediterranean Sea. It's the second most populous city in France with 870,000 inhabitants. But in, like, the suburbs and metropolitan area and all that stuff, it's, like, 1.8 million. It was founded around 600 BC by the Greek settlers. So it's one of the oldest cities in France, and it's also one of Europe's oldest continuously inhabited settlements. And it's um, the third largest Jewish community in Europe, after London and Paris. And it's a major trading port because it's right on the Mediterranean and yeah there there's you don't seem a, super excited yeah. about this city <laughs> there's like not a lot it's like they say it's like the gateway to provence that's where people go when they travel to provence because it's like the major hub there mm-hmm. to get to all that region the port is like was a major port during the colonial period and made the city prosperous and like a major trading spot the Nazis destroyed the port in World War II, but it was quickly repaired <laughs> right after. Um, yeah, it doesn't, there's not a ton of information. It's a lot of, it's really sunny and the summers are hot, but they're there in the mm. winter time. Mm-hmm. So the gorge, what is it? Gorge du Blavé is like an hour and a half from Marseille to the east. So just keep that in mind. So they have to drive there 93 miles also i was gonna say like that fight meant nothing that whole fight was for nothing i know they didn't know that i guess (laughs) they didn't know that going into it they could have been like you know a big deal but it wasn't and t and injury were the last ones to get the clue yeah and they were stubborn and caused all that like put a target on their back for no reason dave even said um check your tires later you never know what's gonna happen (laughs) (laughs) i think that was steve yeah, Steve. It was Steve. <laughs> it was just a lot of drama. Mm-hmm. And then they had to drive, which is a lot of opportunity to get lost mm-hmm. or slowed down or whatever. Mm-hmm. And case in point is Josh and Steve. I'm not exactly sure what was happening. Yeah. But Steve kept saying, like, you should turn around. And Josh was like, I physically cannot turn around. Do you not see that there is a metal barrier in the middle of the road? Yeah. And, like, while that might have been true, just, like, say it a little bit nicer. I know. Okay, okay I'll really turn around lost. as soon as I can. But, yeah, yeah, they got really lost, and we don't see them for a while. Yeah. We don't know what happened there. 
Yeah, Riken and Chip, they get to that gorge first. And the clue says park in the marked parking, parking lot. lot and then get the clue. And mar- walk down the marked path. Yeah, to get the clue. And Riken, I mean, Chip is driving and he, there's like a red and yellow flag on the road that I'm guessing is like to tell them to turn in to go into the yeah. parking lot. But he doesn't. He just like parks on the road. Yeah. Literally on the road. Yeah. <laughs> and Chip is like, or Riken is like, I don't think this is right. And Chip's like, yes, it is. Mm-hmm. And Riken's like, okay. So they start walking down this path and literally like trek through the woods. And it must have been just like on the other side of the road, yeah. the path that they were taking. And they're like jumping across rivers and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, of course. This would not be... And it says the marked path. You would marked think... parking lot mm-hmm. and marked path. Read your clue. Slow, just slow down and... Yeah, where? why would you think that just trekking through the forest with literally no marks and just, like, jumping across rivers and stuff would be and where they, they would take Riken you? said, he's like, we've been walking for, like, two miles. Yeah. And we haven't seen anything. And Chip is like, well, do you want to turn around? And he's like, I, I don't know. But they do decide to turn around finally. If I didn't see something within like, I don't know, like 500 feet, I would have been like, no, this mm-hmm. is not right. And Chip <laughs> is like, I need to just slow down and think and go with Riken's gut feeling because it's usually right. Yeah. Like, you need to slow down and chill a lot. Yeah. About just... a lot of things. <laughs> well, the other teams that get there to the marked parking lot... <laughs> Where they read were supposed the, to be. Yeah. Read the clue, and it's a detour, and it says ropes or slopes, which we were we both said, we're like, haven't we had a ropes and slopes before? Yeah. This is the exact task they had last season in Portugal. Yes. Yes. Because ropes is to rappel down the cliff, and then it's just like a short walk to the clue, or slopes is you have to walk, and it's a long way. I feel like also like season two, when they had to rappel into that. Yeah, I, like every white. single season, yeah. I think they've had a ropes or slopes or so. like a repel. It's not repel either. I repel. <laughs> repel. Mm-hmm. Lacey, our cousin's wife, Lacey, <laughs> sent us an email. She's like, um, it's repel. <laughs> and I went back and listened to that one, the episode in season three with the repel. And I said repel every single time. You did? I did. Yeah. Not me, though. Not, I don't know. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> So they have to rub hell, and everybody chooses that one. Mm-hmm. Um, David and Jeff were first, and they, but they walk right by the box, so they miss the clue, and they like hike back up to the cars. So Al and John are the first to get the clue after the rappel, and it says to go to the pit stop, which is the Chateau de Alpes, which is 150 miles away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and checking at the pit stop, the last team will be eliminated. All the teams choose ropes, like we said, and Riken and Chip are still hiking around at this point. But we already like went over what they were doing. But Tian and Jari choose to do the fast forward, which I think is so stupid. This, yeah, I was very, very confused about this. Like, did they not have the option to do the fast forward until now? Well, it's like we always have a detour before the roadblock. Yeah, and you always have a fast forward clue. When you open the detour clue, I guess. That's what I think. And so they didn't open the fast forward until the detour clue, which was the second task. So it's like, well, so did they go to where the detour is? I don't think so. I don't think they did either because that's why I was going to say like, so this Gorge du Blavet where they do the rappel is 
an hour and a half east of Marseille, but the Chateau de... <laughs> How do you spell Chateau? Chateau. There's a lot of vowels. Yeah. It's like Q. Chateau de L. Peace. It was... Okay, there it is. It is an hour kind of like northwest of Marseille. Mm. So were they in... Marseille, like maybe it was in the clue at the lighthouse. Oh, yeah. To do the fast forward. Probably. But you have one task left. You either do the fast forward task or Or the the detour detour task task. and still have a fast forward available for the rest of the race. Yeah. I would have never chosen to fast forward at this point. No. Or on this lake. And they didn't know what the detour was going to be, but they would have like crushed that. They would. So... Yeah, I thought it was an interesting decision. But now that I can, like, see where everything is located on the map, it makes a little bit more sense because they're an hour and a half closer to the pit stop than everybody else is. Yeah, but still, you want to keep your fast forward when you really need it. And you already did the detour. The roadblock. The roadblock, yeah. Yeah. So they only get to skip one task. Yeah, Yeah. I, I thought that was an interesting setup, how they did that. Yeah. But I would never have chosen that. The fast forward is you have to go to this museum in Marseille and there's a puzzle of 20 pieces. And it, when you put it together, it's the picture of the chateau that they're going to. And it's like a giant puzzle that's on the wall. The puzzle pieces are square. It doesn't look too hard. Um, David and Jeff, they had climbed all the way back up to where the cars were bef- and they realized they didn't have their clue. Mm-hmm. So they have to hike all the way back down, get the clue and hike all the way back up. Tian and Jerry finish their fast forward and head to the pit stop and Steve and Dave do the detour. They're like <laughs> Again with the whales. They're like, this isn't repelling, this is throwing whales off the cliff. Yeah. But when Steve is going down, his harness looks like it's like just around his neck almost. <laughs> it looks so like weird. I didn't even notice. Like it wasn't on correctly. He was just <laughs> so weird. He said, um, what did he say? There's like a quarter inch twine that I wouldn't even wrap a Thanksgiving turkey with. (laughs) That was supposed to hold me. Yeah. They're funny. Funny little things. And then Riken and Chip finally do the rappel. So they have to hike a little bit of a way to that clue box and Dave's knee is hurting him. So Chip and Riken were the last to do the rappel. Mm -hmm. We just need to point that out right now. They were the first to... First to get there, last to do the rappel. But it does seem like they get out of there before Steve and Dave do because of their mm-hmm. knees. And then Tian and Jury check in as team number one and they're surprised. Yeah. Like what? They thought they were so far behind. And that's what they were saying when they were talking about the fast forward. They're like, we know we're so far behind. I'm like, you're, you're not, like though. with everybody else. Everybody got to the lighthouse around the same time. What are you talking about? Yeah. I don't know. But Millie and Chuck then and John and Al are team two. Was there anything that happened in between that? No. Okay. So I don't know how far ahead Tian and Jury were. We'll find out at the next episode. But then, yeah, Millie and Chuck and John and Al come in together and tie for team two. Monica and Shri are then team four. And, like, where did they come from? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen them in a while. And they were one, I guess they were kind, they of, were kind like of the, the middle. middle of the rappel. But then Chip and Riken, like, yeah. sneak right in there and are team number five. How did that happen? They Is, must have, like, drove fast and not made a single, like, driving error. Yeah. Because um, Steve and Dave seem to be lost and Kelly and John seem to be lost. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, David and Jeff check in as team six. Yeah, Kelly and John, team seven. And at this point, I was like, oh, man, Steve and Dave are last. Mm-hmm. And then... Yeah. But then I was like, wait a second. I thought there was nine teams. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I was writing down the numbers. I'm like, John and Kelly, seven. Steve and Dave, eight. Wait, what is going on here? And they thought they were last, too. Yeah. They always think that they're last. Yeah. <laughs> so they are just, like, holding on <laughs> for dear life right there at the end. So, yeah, Phil says that they're team eight, and they're like, whoa, how did that happen? <laughs> and so, again, I was like, well, who are we missing? <laughs> I totally uh-huh. didn't even realize that Josh and Steve were not there yet. Yeah. And, and this how is did- when we're like, what the heck? Where have they been? Yeah. That drive from Marseille to there, they got so lost. Yeah. And they're just doing the rappel when everybody has already checked in. Literally everybody. Yeah. It was very weird. And so obviously they check in last and they're eliminated. But yeah, we're just like, what the heck? (laughs) They have good things to say about each other. Like they have a better relationship and they have more respect for each other. And Steve said Josh Josh stepped up and he was like a leader and stuff like that. And Josh said, I got out of this what I wanted. Yeah. So they had good things to to say. Yeah. I, uh, I'm glad that they're out. I didn't like the way Josh talked to his dad, and I don't think they're strong enough to get to the end, so. Yeah. It's okay. Well, they did take first place twice. They took first in leg one and in leg three. So their race average was five, but Mm. placed ninth overall. So they were definitely struggling with the navigation on this leg, I guess. Yeah. Not even the whole leg, just that one drive. Yeah. So they, some of their race statistics are, they're the first parent-child team to win a leg. And they were the only family team on this season. Who was another, have we had another parent-child team? Season two, I think, was Hillary and Deidre, but they were first out. Oh, yeah. And they were mother-daughter. Mm-hmm. And Emily and oh. Nancy. Yeah. Okay, so we've had a few. Yeah, we've had a couple. So Steve now is 69 and Josh is 43. And Steve does have a Facebook. And his profile picture is actually of him at Bryce Canyon. So hmm. he's been to Utah. There was also a picture of him at Zion. There was a lot of like traveling photos. So it seems like he likes to travel and with his wife. Something. I don't think her name was Karen. <laughs> yeah. And if, in November of 2022, so like, I don't know, eight, nine months ago, he posted a picture of him and Josh from The Amazing Race. And Deborah, uh, the first people that got eliminated, she commented on it. Oh. So they're Facebook friends. Deborah. Steve and Deborah. Oh, oh, yeah. The married oh, couple. Yeah. That, yeah. Huh. So that's kind of fun. and there's a lot of pictures of him and josh in the last couple of years at dodgers games so it seems like they're still like a close family and also very interestingly like the whole thing of these two was that steve was like more conservative and josh was more liberal and they didn't get along but i don't think steve is now very conservative because a bunch of his profile pictures on Facebook were like comics that were making fun of Trump hmm. and a pic like a sign. He's like holding a sign that says like free health care for all or health care for all. I don't know. 
So I was like, okay, so he's not, not as conservative anymore. And Josh has a Facebook and it has one post and somebody commented, you're back on Facebook. And he's like, only because I need it for Facebook marketplace because eBay sucks. And that's the only thing that's on his Facebook. <laughs> so most of the information that I'm like inferring from for Josh is from Steve's Facebook. Mm-hmm. And it looks like he maybe has a wife and probably one kid. Okay. So, yeah. Nice. He looks a little different. I showed you the pictures. Mm-hmm. He's Way like... Different. But, like, he was only, like, 23. Yeah. So, just, you know, the normal aging process. He has, like, longer hair and, like, a facial hair and, like, a fuller face. Mm -hmm. So. He looks really different. Yeah. So, seems like they still love each other and spend time together. So. That's that's good. good. Yeah. Now what? We've been in Europe for four legs now. So. Mm -hmm. We're probably headed out soon. Yeah. I don't think they're going to stay in France because they basically did all of France. Literally, they drove <laughs> all of, around the country. I think they're going to fly to Africa. Mm-hmm. Ghana. I'm going to say Ghana. Okay. I will say... Oh, I don't even know. Like Tanzania. Okay. Kenya. Kenya. I'll say Kenya. Nice. Okay. Okay. We'll see you next episode. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for listening. This is the Amazing Rewatch podcast. You can email us at theamazingrewatch at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at theamazingrewatch. Or you can join our Facebook group, the Amazing Rewatch podcast. Please like, rate, and review and share with your friends and reach out to us. We love to hear from you. Thanks for your support. Thanks for listening. Bye.